Ho, 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 everyone. Ho, ho, ho. It's Sean here, your host of Slam Dango. With me is my actual head of ho, 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 Craig Savitsky. How you doing, Craig? How you doing, Sean? So uh, we're, we're uh, making reference to the, per- the, point, the whole point of Santa's Little Helper is that Santa is looking for a new ho, 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 which apparently is... Head of Holiday Operations... Something, something and I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's a like basically his, it's an acronym. His command is second in command. Yeah. Um. So there we go. We are now in the second Miz fronted holiday film. Yes. At this time, I think I think this one post Marine Three. Sounds about right. Pre Marine Four. Right. I think it's it's either. It's either 2014 or 2015. 15. Yeah, I think it's so. 15. It's post three, pre four, yep. uh, and ho- Christmas Bounty was the first. Yeah, it was well after Christmas Bounty. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and this is an interesting one to watch. Yeah. Because yeah, definitely. You and I, fans of the Miz in his films. Yeah, for sure. He has not. At no point is he let us down. In fact. We were ready to be let down with holiday Christmas bounty. I keep saying holiday, but it's Christmas I, bounty. I keep thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought Christmas bounty was going to be garbage. It turned out to be one of my favorite WWE Studios movies. Yeah. Uh, and here we are now with uh, Santa's Little Helper. Not only do we have The Miz in this one, but we also have Paige making her... This was her WWE Studios debut. Yeah. Then to be in the Speed Demon film, which we watched a couple weeks ago. Right. Uh, so first live action outing for Paige. So Paige, we haven't discussed Paige before. No. Paige is, I would say, the girl that kind of kicked off the, we'll call it the women's revolution or divas revolution. Yes, I think you're right. So uh, brought in at the tail end of the divas era. Yes. As a foil for AJ Lee. So AJ Lee and her had a feud. So Paige had... A lot of success in NXT. Mm-hmm. Was the first NXT Women's Champion. Yes. Uh, I believe she was 19 at the time that happened. Yeah, because she's still pretty young. Yeah. yeah. Uh, comes from a very famous wrestling family in the UK, the Knight family. Mm-hmm. So she had been wrestling. This, the joke is that she's been wrestling since she before she was born. Because the story is, is that her mother wrestled a match. While she was pregnant. Before she knew that she was pregnant. Yeah. So... Uh, the wrestling has been a very big part of Paige's family's life. There's actually a BBC documentary that was made before Paige joined the WWE about her and her family that actually ends with her moving to Orlando to go to NXT before she goes to NXT. So uh, she and NXT had a big, a big successful run. She was part of that first original crew in NXT mm-hmm. that first season with Seth Rollins and Rusev Roman and Roman Reigns and, and Cesaro and all those guys. Um, and she was part of the women with Summer Rae and Emma uh, and a lot of the women that we know today. And uh, she then was brought up to the main roster pretty quickly after WrestleMania 30, I believe is the one that she came up. The Raw was then Raw after WrestleMania. Okay. And she came and beat AJ Lee immediately in like 10 seconds and won the, the Divas Championship from AJ Lee. Yeah. Uh, and it was like a new era because at that time, 
AJ Lee was the only credible female wrestler at that time. The rest of them were terrible. So really, it only made sense for her to be champion at that time. Right. And finally, they had this woman, Paige, who was a credible wrestler and in some ways probably a better wrestler than AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. And so they were going to now push her. So then Paige becomes the champion and begins her ascent into WWE superstardom. She was kind of billed as the anti-diva, pale skin, dark hair. Yeah, she looks like punk rocky, gothy. Yeah, had bit. a... And she's like, I got a bad attitude. Yeah, bad, very fiery attitude. Yeah. She's uh, good on the mic. Mm-hmm. Got a, you know... I think she's great. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Paige. I'm I always like the character. Good theme song. Uh, yeah. Good entrance. Always had good... Uh, ca- this is my house catchphrase. Yeah, this is my house. Yeah. And her weird little British accent. Yeah. So she was good. I liked her. She was on that show, um, Tough Enough. Yes. Where she was a judge. Uh, and she's been, uh, she's had a good run. And then after the, right before the brand split though, after the, when the Divas Revolution was going on, she mm. was hurt. Yeah. She's been a little bit on the sidelines. Yeah, so she was that. hurt while that was happening then she came back after the Divas Revolution had already occurred and it was like well established and they were kind of clearly going with Becky and Charlotte and uh, Sasha Banks and uh, Naomi was the kind of the fourth mm-hmm. of that. And uh, Paige came back and she was kind of thrown in the mix with that. It was team was supposed to be the submission sorority, Becky Lynch, Paige and Charlotte. Uh, but then they found out that there was a like a porno website called Submission Sorority, so they changed it to t- Team PCB, yes. Paige Charlotte Becky, yes. which was fucking terrible. That's a, yeah, that part that was bad. Yeah, oh yeah. And wow. uh, she ended up getting hurt again, and she has been out of action since then, and is due to return at any time. Oh, cool. So, uh, in that meantime, she was on uh, multiple seasons of Total Divas. Yeah. So, we got a... a Getting engaged and breaking an engagement. And then getting re-engaged to Alberto Del Rio. Oh, right. I forgot about that. So, she is in a relationship with Alberto Del Rio. Uh, They are both... He is no longer in the WWE. He's part of TNA. uh, Technically still. Uh, He and her have had some run-ins in the news media... Sadly, uh, some flare-ups and domestic issues. Uh, She's also had some personal videos leaked of her. So Paige has had a little bad bad run of uh, publicity lately. Particularly for the WWE who doesn't like any of that shit to get out. Right. And now that they're a PG company too. Yeah. Um, There is one saving grace for her. The Rock... Has purchased the rights to her family story, no, oh. uh, which is the documentary that was made and with his with his production, production company, company yeah. and they are making they've the film is already completed, from my understanding. Oh, nice! They have completed filming. Uh, basically, it's the Page story. Uh, I forget who's playing Page, uh, but they've actually filmed some scenes. Hmm. Uh, they've recreated matches that Paige had oh, at, cool. actually at Raw and SmackDown events. Oh, cool. Using the actresses that are playing AJ Lee and Paige for the movie. Um, and I believe The Rock is not directing it, but he's producing it. Yeah, that sounds right. So the WWE has a lot at stake with Paige returning. Right. They right want now. Paige to be... A part of the promotion of that film, yeah. for sure. So... 
that's basically Paige. We know Miz. Let's fucking dive into it, Craig. Let's go. So we're in Santa Monica, California. Uh, and we meet a guy named Dax. Which is kind of funny. Which is one of Sean's favorite names. We have a photo of former New York Red Bulls captain Dax McCarty here on the, the wall. The ginger ninja. Uh, on the wall. Dax now a member of the uh, Chicago Fire, but forever in our hearts, the captain of the New York Red Bulls. Absolutely. We love you, Dax. We miss you. Uh, so here we have Dax is the name of the Mrs. character. He parks his car in a handicapped spot outside of a youth center. And he tells the youth center they got to fucking vacate the premises by the 15th. Because of back payments, right? They they haven't made they haven't made their payments on the building. So clearly, Dax works for some sort of uh, mortgage company or real estate investment firm of yeah, something. Yeah, he's uh, wearing a fancy suit, driving a brand new. Uh, I think it was a Dodge Charger, or Dodge Challenger, like, like muscle that. car. Yeah, thinks he's, uh, thinks thinks he's, he's, he's a shot. hot shot. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we also then get to see a, da- a carving on a bench outside the youth center. That says that Dax was there in 1998. So right. Dax has some sort of connection to this youth center, as we're learning. And he looks at it and says, shut up, when he's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I wasn't saying anything. So we learn that Dax's nickname is Dax the Axe. And yeah. uh, he's, I say he's a smarmy, money-obsessed dick. Yeah, everybody at his company hates him. Right. Like, even though he's super successful and there's some guys that are like, you know, you do a your, good job. your douchebag shark guys and that like him... Everyone else, like the security guards and the and the like receptionist stuff, they all think he's the biggest asshole of right. all time. So Dax is immediately fired upon returning to work. Yes. Uh, his girlfriend then leaves him. Yes. And immediately, basically says, "I know when to leave a sinking ship," and, and bounces out. Dax's car is then repossessed immediately. Yes. Because um, it was the, a company car. Right. Yeah. He then goes to the youth center in the middle of the night and yells at it, and then Santa appears. Right. And uh, Nanta, Santa tells him it's never too late to be the person you should be. Right. And Dax is like, fuck you, you're just a man in a Santa suit. Yeah, like, who are you, you right. weirdo? Get the fuck away from me. So, uh, we then cut to the North Pole, where we're introduced to Billy, played by Annalyn McCord, who I have no fucking clue who this girl is. No, but she is... They show her, they, the first time you see her, she's in, like, very skimpy outfits. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, she's the basically a human at the North Pole. Well, they call her round ears. Right. Well, she's not human though. She explains it at some point, but, but she's basically, a genetic defect. she's an elf with a genetic defect of having round ears and uh, normal height. Yeah, but she. I mean, so was Paige. That's true. Yeah, and so was the other. The other guy was a short guy, but not an elf size. Right. right like he was okay. Short, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, so it turns out Santa needs to hire a new ho ho ho, as we talked about. Right. Uh, it turns out Paige's Paige's name is Eleanor, and her right. father was the ho ho ho, and he's yes. stepped down. Right, and she thinks that it's, the job is rightfully hers. Because she knows all the ins and outs. Right. She's also kind of an asshole. Right. Uh, so Santa hires Billy to go and analyze Dax to see if he's the right guy for that ho-ho-ho job. Right. So Billy's a little upset with this, too. I think she thought She's she like, might have been yeah, selected. Yeah, she thought a, a little bit about that, and then she was also like, why are you sending me to this guy? He's an asshole. Right. Um... Dax's uh, doorbell rings, and he learns that his house is now in foreclosure as well. He's got 30 days to vacate the premises. He's got a cool house. Yeah. For now. Billy then arrives at Dax's house and tells him that she's uh, assessing him for a high-profile position. Right. And so she's going to be putting him through some challenges to assess his candidacy, and she can't tell him who the job is for. It's very secretive, but it is very high-profile. 
Uh, he keeps guessing. He's like, is it Bezos? Is it Elon Musk? Yeah. Is it this guy or that guy? Throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Nothing. So the first challenge is he's got to go to a biker bar, tell them that he dinged a bike while wearing an elf hat. And resolve the conflict peacefully. peacefully. Right. So uh, in the bar we have a Maurice cameo. She's a bartender here. Yeah. Uh, a fight breaks out in the bar. Billy's not happy with the way that Dax handled the situation because he right. and relied he on violence. Admittedly was trying to avoid violence, but eventually he had to because he was getting his ass beat. Correct. Uh, Santa encourages Billy to keep at it, that even though he failed this one challenge, there's still something there and yeah. keep going with it. Um, the next challenge is he's got to go to a children's birthday party. And dress up as Maynard the monkey. Yeah, it's basically like a Chuck E. Cheese type place. Correct. And he's got to be Chuck E. Cheese. Except yeah. instead of it being a big character mask, his actual face is... Yeah, yeah. Part so he's wearing act. a big weird monkey suit with his face sticking Correct. Off. The birthday kid is a fucking dick to him. <laughs> smashes his face into uh Yeah, so, so all these kids stuff. are like torturing him the whole time. And one kid almost throws up on right. him. And they're just being generally, you know, shitty children. And then he thinks he's won them over, and he brings the cake out, and the little kid tells him not to be an asshole because his, you know, he's a loser and has to wear a monkey suit. And Dax loses it. And, and smashes the kid's smashes face Smashes the, the kid's face in the cake. He sees Billy, who gives him a look like, what the hell are you doing? Right. And goes, uh, food fight! And then they all have a food fight, and then everybody loves exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Billy says... That he did successfully complete that challenge somehow. Paige then drops in the back of the kitchen of the birthday place and says that um, the job is hers because it was her dad's. And has this whole big conversation about how Dax isn't qualified and blah, 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 blah. And Dax the entire time thinks she's talking about being the guy in the monkey suit. Right. Yeah. So she's like, your dad was the... She's like, okay, I'll give you your dad's suit back. You should... Probably aspire to be something better than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy then asks Dask, uh, Dax if he likes her ears, and they almost have a moment where they kiss. Yeah, he keeps telling her that she's beautiful and being creepy to her, uh, but she, like, because she is the quote-unquote freak at the North Pole, like, she doesn't think that she's pretty, even though she's, like, super gorgeous. The next challenge is to inspire some senior citizens to get up and exercise. So here's where we see the old pervy grandmas. There's who a bunch just want to get the Miz naked. Yeah. So the, there's an old lady that keeps yelling for Dax to take his shirt off. He finally does, and then the old ladies get excited and they get up and dance. Uh, and then Dax pulls Billy over and they dance together. And the old lady calls her a trollop. Oh, I missed that. Because <laughs> who's this trollop? Yeah. Uh, so there's, yeah, there's just a bunch of horny old women. That's right. So there's one last test that remains. Uh, Billy gets a flat tire and changes it on her own while the Miz watches, which, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. It was funny. I was like, oh man, you're kind of a dick. They stop for hot dogs and then the Miz sees a guy who had just been mugged who tells him that some hooligans took a ring that belonged to his grandfather. That he was about to give to his kid for his birthday and like right. pass, it, pass it down. So the uh, Miz gets the ring back for the man and gives it back to him. And it turns out that that was, the, in fact, the last test. Yeah. That Billy is impressed. And that the man was actually Santa Claus. Well, we don't find that oh, out. Oh, right, right, right. right, right. A little Sorry. bit later. 
the boss has to. She said, "You've passed all the challenges. It's up to the boss now to make the decision on whether to hire you or not." Yeah, you've qualified for the position, but he'll make the decision. So Billy then tells Dax that it is in fact Santa Claus who has is the position is for. Dax does not believe her in the least. No. And then Santa comes to Dax's house to talk to him, and this is where he reveals that he was that old man. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of. There's some scenes where, you know, Billy and Dax are arguing and he's telling her she's crazy. Then she uses magic to wrap him up in Christmas wrapping paper. Yeah, the little bell necklace that she's got. Uh, And so, yes, then that becomes important. She she has a a bell necklace that has North Pole magic in it. So she can, like, basically, like, ding this little tiny bell and, like, make whatever she wants to happen, happen. Um, So... Yeah, so then he Santa Claus finally shows up and he has to believe it at this point because he materializes out of thin air. Yeah. yeah. So Santa brings him back to the youth center to prove to him why he wants Dax for this job. Yeah. And we learn that as a kid, Dax was accused of stealing the money from the annual Christmas play right. at the youth center. Uh, and it turns out that it was actually the director of the play was an adult mm-hmm. that framed him because he was the poor kid. Yes, the uh, poor kid who'd been in trouble. Yes. Uh and Santa says that if if uh, this had never happened to him, this part was hilarious because I was like, "How good would it, like this? Did everything good happen to him? If this had never happened to him, Dax would have lived out his dreams. He would have been an astronaut. He would have had a beautiful wife and kids. He would have had a cereal named after yeah, him. All kinds he of would have uh, cured the common cold. He would have done like a million amazing yeah. things. Yeah. So Santa offers him the job and gives him a night to think it over. Uh, Dax at this point goes to the North Pole and Eleanor challenges him to a selection, uh, challenges him to a competition of Santa's boot camp, which is a selection of different challenges. Right. Like a, it's like a, like a high wire course. Type yeah. Of like thing. an obstacle course. Yeah. So it turns out Eleanor wins through some shady means. She cheats and she headbutts him and knocks him over and whatever else. Uh, she tells Dax to go home because he's not wanted in this world. Um, and not part of the North Pole land. So Dax decides to go back and save the youth center from being demolished. Um, and he steals the bell. Right. So Dax goes back and steals the bell and uses the bell necklace to try and save the place from being demolished. So all of a sudden, the fucking guy that stole the money... So, yeah, so basically what happens is he tries to stop his former boss from demolishing the place. The base guy calls him a loser. Right. He basically says, well, how about this? And he rings the bell. And uh, the guy who stole the money from him when the he was director a child, of the play, right? Uh, shows up out of nowhere wearing, like, Speedos and a Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Dax has found out that he embezzled all this money from the... You sir. The youth center and was now in the Canary Islands. So the cops arrest him and have the have the money put back in the youth centers uh, to the youth centers so that they can pay their bills. But his boss still says, Well, it was due today, so they don't have it yet, so fuck off. Yep. And so the crowd stands with Dax to stop the demolition. They basically all throw themselves in front of the building. And uh, Santa then makes it snow. Yeah. Because the youth center is saved, and there will be the Christmas play after all. And then Santa drops the good sportsmanship clause on Eleanor, 
about the, her cheating. So she is disqualified, so disqualified. as ho ho ho. And he then appoints Billy as the ho ho ho. And not Dax. And not Dax. Which seems like the whole movie was pointless. <laughs> Billy then kisses Dax. They're in love. The end. The end. This yeah. movie was okay. Better than the last one. Jingle all the way too, but still weird. Nah, it weird. A... It was weirdly sexual for a kids movie. Yeah. It was like Dax is not a likable person really at all. No, and he doesn't really redeem himself. No, he kind of does, but then he doesn't become the Santa guy anyway. Right. Uh, they the kids at the end. She's like basically riding him. It's very odd. Like, I don't know. All of it's gross. Kind of. So, Craig, the band from Christmas Bounty got back together for this one. Ah. It had a little bit of that feel to it. Not as good, but, like, I could see. I could see. The humor was kind of similar. Well, I think I think the big reason why it wasn't as good is because it wasn't written by the same guy. Ah. It was written by the guy who actually wrote Dumb and Dumber. Good God. What a... What a drop off. Crazy, right? What a crazy drop off. So the off. other one was written by the Liar Liar guy, and the other guy, this one's written by Dumb and Dumber. Moral of the story here is don't write movies for Jim Carrey, because you'll end up writing shitty Christmas WWE movies. Seriously. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, I had seen this one about two years ago. Okay. So I haven't watched, I, I actually didn't remember a second of this film. Okay, so this was basically like the first time. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and even watching this, I was none of my memory was jogged by any of it. So, yeah, it so was, I had completely forgotten about this movie. That's the thing. This movie wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It just was the plot was kind of dumb. It was just, there's just like not a whole lot goes on. It almost felt like a long episode of an ABC Family show. Like an hour long ABC Family episode of some dude. Which is what Christmas Bounty was. Right. But, but it felt like rule. It felt like a great... Christmas Holly's Bounty fun. was like the right amount of corny and dumb and goofy, but also like fun. And also took place in Mercer County, New Jersey. Yes, which makes it the best. Yeah. This one just was missing something. Like, and, and to be honest, I watched this one before Jingle All the Way 2, so I was like, oh, that was not good. Uh, and I think watching Jingle All the Way 2 after this has made me think of it in a better sure, way. Sure, yeah, okay. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's just okay. Like, it's just kind of fluffy garbage that you could just like... Literally never think about it again for the rest of your life. So, like I said, I watched this two years ago. When it came out, we yeah. bought we bought it. It was like 10 bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to see it. Uh, we watched it. Crystal and I thought it was okay. We, yeah. we were disappointed about it. But we haven't felt the need to rewatch it. No. And, uh, and guess what? All this makes me want to do is watch Christmas Bounty. Yeah. Christmas Bounty is better. Or like other movies with Santa. Like Santa's like beard looked <laughs> fake. Yeah, it was, like, it was, it was, it was kind weird. of a shitty it was, Santa. Like, and Mrs. Claus was weird. She was real weird. She, you, I thought she was going to be like a horny grandma, but she wasn't. She was just really awkward and strange. And then you had the horny old ladies and Dax being an asshole for most of the movie. Like all of it was just kind of like, eh. The competition part was fun. Mm-hmm. Like, and Paige was good. And Paige was good. She was supposed to be a jerk, and she did a good job. She did there. a good job of that. It's definitely her strong suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not the best thing I've seen her in, but you know, uh, it was fine. I guess I don't. I don't know. 
This is fine. So uh, we're sorry for ruining everybody's Christmas. <laughs> with these uh, two. We're probably gonna get coal in our stockings for, uh, for these making two. you guys watch this. No, this one's not that bad. No. This one's not coal worthy, but the, the Larry the Cable Guy one was terrible. But this one was okay. It's definitely for little children. They'll probably dig it. But there's not enough like value in it to make it like entertaining for adults. I think, or to make you even want to watch it more than once. Yeah. If that. I agree. I agree 100%. 100%. So, this is uh, our Christmas week episode. Yeah. So Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah that's and right. all of the other... Winter solstice. Winter, winter solstice. Or like the guy in Jingle All the Way Too. Happy Kwanzaa, win- Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and Happy, and Merry, winter, happy winter Solstice. Whatever, whatever holiday or time you're celebrating, enjoy. Absolutely. And we will be back... Yes. In the new year. Yes. With one more. It is a Christmas movie. Yes. But it is unlike any other Christmas movie. So we're going to hold the surprise. Oh, it's so good. And uh, we hopefully will have a special guest in store for that one as well. Uh, Yeah, I think we can do that. So it's been, I think it's almost, it's been almost a year since we've had a a special guest. Almost, yeah. Last one was like Body Slam, I think. Yeah, February. Yeah. So, uh... So yeah, we'll hopefully be able to get another special guest for this one, and uh, we're really looking forward to uh, sharing that special movie with you all. So, yeah, I'm uh, excited. I, I've I've already seen this movie in the past, and I love it. I've seen it as well, Craig. Yeah. We saw it together. We watched fact. it together as 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 young men. I think it's uh, uh, six seven years since we've seen it, probably, maybe even a little bit longer. Yeah. We were townhouse, I think, right? No, no it was Lawrence Square Village when it was on. I don't think so. I think this was college era. No, it's not that old. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's I think old. this was in the era of when you and I and another one of our friends would go to uh, Blockbuster and rent the worst movies we could find. It's not. It's not that old. I think it is. We watched it on TV. We did watch there it on it is. TV. 2005. Okay, so yeah, right, yeah, this was a uh, Manhouse era. Yes, we would this have watched. This when we were living together. We watched this and would have been probably this. We probably watched it in 06. Yes, probably. Right. So then it would have been Manhouse. Yeah, Manhouse era. Yeah. So uh, until then, everybody. Get excited. Get excited. You're going to like this. It's still a surprise and you're just going to have to wait. It's going to be our Christmas gift to you. Yes. All right, Craig. So until uh, until 2018, yeah, get your fucking shine box, brother. Get your fucking shine box. All right. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to all of you, and also a happy new year. Happy 2018. Happy new year. All right. Goodbye.